Get fast, reliable internet for any budget. Now qualifying customers can get Xfinity internet free through the Affordable Connectivity Program. That's right, free high-speed internet from Xfinity. And Internet Essentials customers can get equipment included at no extra cost. Get started today. We change our minds every day. About a million things a day. This is no different. You can't be afraid to be wrong. You can't be afraid to say, you know what? I'm just going to rethink this thing. People are not dying getting the vaccine. Um, I, I better rethink this thing. I'm going to go call my doctor and, and have a discussion one more time. It is okay to change your mind. Financial freedom, it's within everyone's reach. And this key shows you how to build prosperity and generational wealth for your family on Becoming the Bank. Hi, it's me, Anissa Keys with Becoming the Bank. If you're tuning in for the very first time, this is a podcast that shares biblical principles and practices that help me become a generational wealth builder. I like saying that. Uh, this is not a how-to podcast, okay? This is about becoming. How to become a generational wealth builder. How to become financially free. Um, so that, so, so, Think less about how to, right, and more about becoming. Uh, wealth building is a challenge. You can't expect to get there overnight, but I found the only way to do it successfully is by learning these biblical principles and practices that have helped me to become. The word has helped me to change how I look at, deal with, manage finances, and I have become like a bank, a financial resource to my family to the sphere of people that are around me and to my community. In the word of God, farm or agricultural analogies are referenced all the time. Farming, I should say, not farm, farming. We are entering into a season of sowing and reaping. And I will be doing an entire series on sowing and reaping. There's a lot of different facets to sowing and reaping. Um, there's so much value and that as relates to financial freedom and generational wealth building and sowing and reaping. So hang in there with me probably for at least about 10 series, um, 10 different podcasts around this one topic of sowing and reaping. Today, though, I want to explain to you the basic premise. You probably already know it. The world references it as karma, but I want to go a little deeper, right? The premise behind sow means to plant seeds, right? to plant seeds. Planting seeds can be putting ideas into action. It can be saving $10 a month um, to begin investing, to start writing a business plan, to reach out to an attorney to complete a will or a trust, to investigate the market for your best target market, to even listen to a podcast like this. Yes, planting a seed with regards to finances is simply put, investing time, resources, energy into something that will equate to money in the end. To reap is to gather a crop. Or simply put, it's to get the results back after what you have put in. The results are a built up bank account, becoming a bank, a business opportunity, a house, a, a stock portfolio, a successful year or decade in business, the purchase of an asset, all of those things are what we call a harvest. We can also simply say that there's an action, sowing, and there's a result, reaping. 
Okay. So now that we're clear about what sowing and reaping is, right? I want you to be clear that this concept is really a biblical concept right out of Galatians 6 and 7. It simply says, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. Whatever you sow, you will reap. I'm going to say that one time. This is Galatians 6, 7, one more time. Simply says, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. Whatever you sow, you will also reap. I love this scripture because God is dispelling all the myths around quick money making. Uh, uh, he's saying the ideas of, of there's not possible to have an overnight success, that that's not really a thing. He's saying that, no, in fact, that you can't just do a little and get a lot. <laughs> you can't just, just try something out for a couple of days and expect to get something great behind it. But sometimes we actually think that. I mean, I see advertisements on the regular about, hey, get rich overnight or you want to make money fast. Right. And, and the truth is, is that that's there's no biblical standing in that. Oftentimes, when you see financially successful people, they're not just chilling, right? There, there's this false assumption that that maybe they're just sitting around and they got from zero to 10. And the only thing that we see is them laying up on a beach like they don't have a care in the world. <laughs> it's almost like money must have just fell in their lap. I think sometimes as business owners and um, generational wealth builders, we give those false impressions. I think sometimes we're sharing the, the great about what happened in a business transaction. We're sharing the end result, not knowing that that didn't happen overnight. Publicly, it's nice to share the big things, but we probably need to do a lot more sharing of the hardships before we got there, right? And so if you think about sort of what people reaped, know that they didn't just get there overnight, right? That they had to sow something in the ground first. And remember, because God cannot be mocked, in order for you to get in harvest, you have to plant seeds. We're going to talk a little bit later about how you're not just planting them, you have to cultivate, you have to water them, you have to take care of them, right? Um, but in order for you to get a harvest, the focus needs to be, I have to plant a seed. Okay. It was about five years ago. I began to fulfill the revelation of God that he had put on my heart while I was on my mama's floor. Five years ago, the Lord would tell me, you're going to reclaim land. Now, my mind, I'm like, I don't even know what that means, Lord. I'm on the floor. I don't own anything. Me and my babies are all here. But he told me that I'm going to reclaim land and that all I have to do is sow those seeds. And so there's two particular movements at the same time that were happening in my life when this got back to my revelation, when this got back to my mindset. Number one, I had an opportunity to build my own home. And at my other house, I'm making payments on and I'm doing just fine because I got the, the mortgages low. If you guys don't know some of the other history of my storyline, go back and listen to the previous podcast. But I had this opportunity to build a house with city funds. In addition to that, Aruba has grown. My agency, my practice has grown. And now we're renting at four different sites, which does not make great financial sense. It puts me in the ability where I probably could be purchasing something and paying a mortgage somewhere rather than renting at four different places. And so what happens is the Lord puts this on my heart. And what do I begin to do? 
I begin to plant seeds. I know that those are great harvests to come, but I know that I'm not going to get there just by sitting around. So I begin to plant seeds. However, before I was able to even begin to plant seeds, I had to first believe this biblical principle. I had to believe that in order for me to receive this harvest that God had promised me that I was required to do some things first. So I've been, I started investigating. I began making plans. Now, listen, I don't have anything yet, <laughs> but I'm planting seeds, right? I begin sowing by reaching out to people. I begin sowing by saving money, by, by praying, by, by connecting with people that I knew had had what I didn't have, by getting information, by researching. All of those were my seed planting. I began to continue to build my company by making current investments. Those were seed planning too, to hope that I could be able to purchase the building later. I started sewing about five years ago, but it would take a whole year of me sewing before I would be able to actually build my home. Excuse me, before I got approved to build my home. It would take me another year before I actually moved into my house. The same with the business, right? Same with the, with the business expansion and buying the commercial property. I would sell for a year and a half before I would be able to purchase that commercial property. Listen, I had no idea about, I mean, I had done real estate before in the past. I had even been a realtor, so I knew real estate, but I did not know how to build a home. I had no idea all the facets, all the pieces that came with that. In addition, I had never bought commercial property before. So I had a lot of sewing to do. I had a lot of investing to do. I used a lot of my time and my resource. But what came later, what was guaranteed to come later was the harvest. Why did I know that? Because of this biblical principle that the Lord said, if you sow, whatever you sow, you'll reap. Here's the challenge with sowing. You're planting and you're planting and you're, you know, you're dropping seeds and you're cultivating and you're in your water and you're doing a lot of work. And typically you don't see anything sprout for a while. This is the challenge with sowing and reaping, right? Is that you're continuing to sow and sow and sow, but who knows when you'll get your return? Who knows when your harvest will come? And that is the challenge that people oftentimes get stuck in that stops them sometimes from sowing. It's important for you to understand this concept because it's important for you to know that in order for you to get the harvest that you really want, you have to continue sowing. We're going to go really in depth in this series around the different parts of this. But for now, I want you to start thinking about becoming a farmer, becoming a sower and becoming a reaper. Whatever you sow, this little you sow, that's what you'll get back. You sow a lot, you'll get that back, right? And so I want you to get help three ways in helping you to become a sower and a reaper, right? So Paul helps us with this in this one scripture. Number one, he says, remind yourself regularly right? That it is, has been declared by God that it is a truth. Sowing and reaping is a truth. It has been declared by God, right? And the reason why we know this is because anything in the word of God, right? Is God inspired, right? It's infallible, which means it can't fail. It's the truth because God cannot lie. And so when God says he will not be mocked, which means that it's not going to go a different direction. It means that it's not going to be true. You're not going to find out later. Oh man, God told me I could sow and I could reap and, and I'm going to get something and it didn't work. No, you can, you can trust that when he says that if you sow, you'll reap. And so it's a guarantee. So then all your responsibility is to do is to sow. All right, listen, number two, become someone who sows consistently. 
So this is really important. And we're going to go into the point where you can get into a cycle of constantly reaping because you're constantly sowing. Constantly reaping because you're constantly sowing. But for now, what I want to encourage you to do is to become somebody who is regularly sowing. That means everywhere you go, you're dropping seeds. Sometimes we do the work and we stop and we wait for the harvest. I want you to instead focus on everywhere you go. Imagine yourself with a bunch of seeds and you're just throwing them out no matter where you go, right? You're just plugging and you're connecting and you're building and you're trying to make things better for yourself. You're trying to make things better for your community. You're trying to make things better for your financial stability, right? That you're constantly working towards it and in expectance that there will eventually become a harvest. So I want you to be somebody who sows consistently. Eventually we're gonna talk about sowing on like good ground and sowing on ground that's not so good, but I want you to become a person that just sows consistently. I don't even want you to focus right now on being somebody who like get, you know, is looking for the ground to sow on, sow consistently. And the last one, right? Do not focus. That means ignore the quick fixes. The quick successes. When you see people talking about them, listen, I know a quick way that you can get here. I know an easier route. I know how you can cut through the grass. I know how you can just not do that part. I promise you, God cannot be mocked. You need to sow. Fast money, fast accolades, fast progress. It's not real. It doesn't sustain. Why? Because God is not a liar. He's not like man where he can change his mind because he said, this is a truth. I want you to believe that quick fixes and quick success is not possible, okay? It's not biblical sound. Listen, all right, I get excited about this because I know that if you can take this principle and you can start sowing, that reaping is somewhere in the near future. I don't know when, it's one of the challenges, but God promises us a harvest. So there's three things that you need to become financially free and generational wealth builder around sowing and reaping. Number one, become someone who sows consistently. Number two, understand that sowing and reaping is a truth and that God is not like man and he is not going to deny this truth. And number three, ignore the quick fixes and the quick successes. Those undermine God's truth and they bring mockery to him. So that's it. I pray that something you heard today blessed you. I hope that you take on these principles and practices to become a sower and a reaper and build generational wealth. My hope is that you become a blessing and a resource to your family, to your sphere of influence and your community. This is Becoming the Bank with Anissa Keys. I'll see you next time. Check back next week for more of Anissa's Kingdom Principles to Live a Prosperous Life. To find previous episodes of Becoming the Bank, log on to ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. Children's Minnesota, the leader in specialized health care for kids, is here to raise awareness, standards, the bar, the stakes, the question, the curtain. On raising kids' health to the highest priority, Kids need equal access to health care, more pediatric expertise, a voice for change. Kids need us, all of us. So let's raise them up. Children's Minnesota, the kid experts. OutSchool provides live online classes for kids. 
They offer academic classes as well as interest-based classes. The topics are so cool. Everything from art and fitness to physics, mindfulness, food, history. A lot of these topics are things that are not taught in your regular school. Check out their amazing classes. Your kids are gonna love it. My son's about to graduate high school and he wants to go to college, but I don't have the money to pay for tuition at one of those big time universities. And I don't want him to be strapped with student loan debt trying to get a degree. So he's going here to Doherty Family College at the University of St. Thomas. The school is designed for families like mine who have a higher financial need. Believe it or not, you won't pay more than $3,000 a year on average for tuition. And get this, Laptops, textbooks, meals, and even Metro passes are free. Sound too good to be true? Well, it ain't. That's not even the best part. Doherty Family College at St. Thomas offers a two-year undergraduate program with small class sizes, so your child will have the personal support they need to be successful. At Doherty Family College, they'll treat your child like family. Do what I did and check them out at dfc.stt h-o-m-a-s dot e-d-u set up a tour today you'll be glad you did hy Mealtime to Go is mealtime made easy. Just order delicious meals online for convenient curbside pickup or have it delivered. Want breakfast? hy Meal Mealtime to Go. Need lunch? hy Meal Mealtime to Go. Doing dinner? hy Meal Mealtime to Go. Get pancakes, burgers, fried chicken, lasagna, high chai Asian dishes, sushi, pizza, and more. If you're craving it, hy Meal Mealtime to Go has it with curbside pickup or delivery. Order today at hyvee.com slash mealtime. Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at uhc.com. Plan benefits may vary. At Huntington, we've been asking ourselves, can we make it easier to avoid overdraft fees? And we can. Now, if you're overdraft at Huntington by $50 or less, you won't be charged an overdraft fee. And if you're overdrawn by more than $50, you have time to fix it with 24-hour grace. Why would a bank do that? Just to help people out. That's how we reinvent banking. Huntington, welcome. Your account will be closed if it is negative in any amount for 60 days. Learn more at Huntington.com slash safety zone and Huntington.com slash grace. Sustaining your energy and well-being through the long, complex journey towards health, equity, and inclusion can be difficult. Bottom line, you need to carve out time to care for yourself. To help you navigate your well-being goals, the George Wellbeing Program at The Y provides you acupuncture, massage, nutrition, and health coaching, as well as daily online meditations and yoga practices on Virtual Y. Well-being is not a commodity. It's an essential tool for your everyday life because you are worthy. For more information, visit us online at ymcanorth.org slash well-being. 